What time is it? What time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. You gotta be the goofiest nigga in the world. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> welcome, 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 guys. To the Two Acre Millennials Podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banderter. Okay. Can I do it again? I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Hi. All right. And I am KC, and the place to be in that place is this my is guest not room. This is my guest room. Um, the 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday. Look at that, Will. Bring you our awkward take on our <laughs> pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. Hendrix, are you going to let me get through anything? Because you couldn't even let me get through the intro. Well, I was trying to help you from stumbling, like you were stumbling, but... Because yeah, you, you was did. fucking me up. <laughs> no, you fucked yourself up. Welcome, 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 guys. Okay. Anyway, so what up, guy? Um, I hope everybody's doing well. Hendrix, what's going on with you? You good? Besides trolling me so early on in the show, what's popping? <laughs> Nothing's popping at all. <laughs> Just non-popping this way. Jesus. It's really not anything <laughs> popping. And today, I'm sorry, even as an Apple user, I want to let you know that PC won in that battle... <laughs> today just this particular evening the battle between <laughs> apple and microsoft it went down today and it was a loss <laughs> yeah i'm ashamed of that but, but yeah, here we go you know what i'm saying sounds like old times <laughs> anyways hendrix come on what's popping come on give us some insight into your life what's going on i'm extremely fucking frustrated right now me too but, uh, i don't know why <laughs> Um, other than that, I'm, I'm I'm cool, literally cool. It's a little chilly in here. I ain't got no hoodie on, so or no long sleeves. I'm just chilling. I'm sorry. I actually made a new point to turn my uh heat down to like seventy, just because I'd be hot and uh to turn it into a Caucasian right before our very eyes. No, because I thought crazy. my shit was low, and so people was talking about something they be having shit on like sixty something. But no, I um I used to keep it on seventy two. It's only two degrees, <laughs> but. I guess that makes a difference. Um, but I also really don't be, well, I can't say I don't be naked, but because I got a hoodie on right now. But that's it. So here we are. So, uh, yeah. What's going on? What's popping? Music, movies, TV, video games, life. What's what's uh, what's new in media for you? Um, I've kind of been out of the loop um, working through some internal issues. So <laughs> it's a joke there. <laughs> I don't have any insights. Yes, I, I get it. Um, no, I really haven't been paying too much attention to um, TV or music. I know a lot of music came out, but I didn't check any of it out. I haven't really been listening to a lot of new music. I still haven't listened to Lil Wayne's album because it's 2020. Like you know, no, thank you. Sorry. Wow, somebody's gonna beat your ass for that hot I mean, take. It's cool. Like if you, if I haven't heard any of it either. But I'm also just that's just not necessarily my bag per se. If you want to watch uh, the Vince Carter of rap in 2020 rap, like I mean, y'all can go ahead. I'm not. I don't know what that reference means, but uh, Vince Carter's still playing. Lil Wayne is still rapping. They both started. The Wait, same Vince time. Carter still plays? Exactly. Oh, that was. I thought he was name. like a commentator. Exactly my point. No, that nigga's out there dunking on like occasion. 50? He's All right. 40, 
three, I believe, forty two, something like that. Okay, well, shout out to Vince Carter. I, uh, for whatever reason, didn't think he still played. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he retired because <laughs> I've just been hearing that shit for like decades. Yes. I feel like at this Vince point, Vince Carter is forty three years old. Um. But yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about Lil Wayne, but I also have no interest in hearing this album. The last album I bought of Lil Wayne's was I Am Not a Human Being. And if you heard that album, you know why. I don't care to hear anything else that uh, <laughs> he releases. Yeah, that, that would probably leave you on a sour note. Um, yeah, no, seriously. I'm like, I'm good. I'm actually great. So, yeah. Um, As far as music, it's a whole lot of random artists like, um, I like the, you know, this is the playlist era and it's always like, you can find little random songs, little random artists that might, might not be mainstream. And I've been coming across a lot of people like that. Like, that's how I found Division. That's how I found 1111. Um, I would have put Lucky Day in that pile a while ago, but not now. I feel like he's a little bit more mainstream. He got a Grammy nomination. Exactly. So... He's no longer in that conversation, but it's a few others. And this is one song I can't remember the name of, um, but it's a couple songs that I really like. I actually can't remember the artist name. I think her name is like Ayanis or whatever. She has a couple songs that I really, really enjoy. I think that's her name. I hope I'm not fucking it up. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A-Y-N-I-S or something like that. She has a couple songs I really like. Um, Her single with little, uh, Wiz Khalifa or whatever. I really like that song or whatever. And it's just a couple other small artists like that. Not a small artist because she won like 15 Grammys, but uh, I really like Billie Eilish, Eilish, whatever. I don't really, um, I know that was an issue. We kind of talked about that briefly last week or whatever. But just like, I guess I kind of like the indie kind of, you know, that sound. But you want to know who I cannot get into and everyone loves? Who is that? Snow. Really? Yeah, she does not appeal. To, uh, something about her sound, it does not appeal to me at all. Um, um, well, it, I mean, I don't know. I guess my, my fandom of her is like, that's kind of like similar to how I felt about Sade, like growing up. Like but see, I, I mean, my of, dad used to play Sade like back in the day, like the big tall speakers everybody had, you know what I'm saying? Like on the real entertainment center that was like 15 pieces. I remember listening to Sade when I was younger, but I don't get that vibe from her. Like it doesn't seem it for me, and this is a personal opinion, drag me if you want. I could really care less. You'll waste your words and your time and your energy. But um, it's not soul in her music for me. Sorry. Um, it just feels like a mm, like a poppy version of like Ari or something. Like it just, it does not resonate for me. Like I don't know. It's just no like meat in her voice or something. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. But it's just like I, every time I like, because I, people love her and like they're all obsessed and I'll like download her stuff and I'm just like completely disinterested. For whatever reason, like, I have it on my phone, but every time it comes on, I just skip through it. So, um, yeah, that's that. I don't know why, but I have not been able to get into her. I've been trying because, like, and that's another thing for me, too, is that I usually come across music organically. And when I, I never came across her music, people told me about it. And so, for me, it was already hyped up. Right. So, when I heard it, it was just kind of like, mm, meh. Like, I just didn't really do nothing for me, personally. I do have one musical note. Um, it is a song called Speed Me Up. It is from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie soundtrack. It is one of the most um, feel-good songs I've heard in a while. It's a star-studded cast. It's um, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Yachty, Ty Dolla Sign, 
it's a you know it's a movie soundtrack song so it's like very upbeat yeah and it's been really really satisfying and i've just been really playing that song over and over and over again so if you're interested in you know you feel shitty and you want to get like a nice little pick me up go ahead and download it speed Mm -hmm. me up very good song um, but yeah, but the uh, other song that I was listening to, yeah, her name is Giannis. It's called One Night featuring Wiz Khalifa if you want to check that out. Um, oh, look at the correlation there. I really like um, Eleven, the new Khalid song. Uh, Khalid's an adult now. I appreciate it. Yeah, I have these Snow Electric songs on here. Maybe somebody can give me another suggestion, but like find someone like you, fool for you, and I want you around. Absolutely do none of these things for me. Earth Gang, <laughs> fucking amazing. Um... Their song Trippin' featuring Kalani, and it's another one. Oh, shit. What is the name of that fucking song? Um, pussy on Repeat. That's my shit. Beautiful, beautiful fucking song. Well, I don't know if beautiful is the word for Pussy on Repeat, um, but it's my shit. So um, just like little like artists like that, like even though I know Irv Gang is a little bit more mainstream, but I fuck with them too. So if you find those like, it's really, it's like Spotify has really good playlist this is not an ad if you want to give us a spotify deal go ahead but this is not an ad but spotify has really really good playlists people always um people always be looking like why um why do you have spotify and not apple music i actually have both <laughs> but i use uh shit off, spotify what rich ass nigga i think i think i get apple music for free from like verizon or something <laughs> but um yeah i like spotify they have really good, really dope playlists, and it's worth checking out. I tried know. Apple Music earlier, like in the summertime. That's just not good. It's I, honestly, um, <laughs> Hendrix is the one who got me on, um, on Spotify because I used to have. Because you know when you you know at first that transition happened where for a while you really didn't need streaming. You were still like putting music on your phone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would still put music on your phone. And so, for a while, I had music on my phone. And then, the Apple Music streaming service came out. And I was using that, but it was free. I think I had, I think when it first came out, you got like four months or some shit. And I was using that, and then it expired. And I think I just started listening to, like, Pandora and shit. Because uh, I remember this when I was working. Wow. And so, I started listening to Pandora and shit, which is also almost kind of obsolete. And then, um, after switching from that, I think around that time, yeah, around that time, I met no. And I just end up. He was like, "No, Spotify is worth it." And so I've had Spotify ever since. And to me, I don't know what it is. It just seems way more user friendly. Um, they actually care about you, okay? So yeah, they make a point. I think that's the thing that makes it unique. Like whereas, like it's just like it's a a, a, a array of music on um Apple and all those things like that. Um, those are honestly those are the only things, in my opinion, the um. The things that are great about having Apple or having Title is the exclusives, but lately those are few and far between anyway, so it's not as relevant. But that was the only thing that was like, oh, you know, damn, I want Title because this is coming out, or damn, I want you know Apple Music because they're releasing on this. Which is like when you think about like that one day <laughs> that they didn't release on all the platforms, or or something like if you're a Beyonce fan and it took her motherfucking like three years to put Lemonade on fucking Spotify. So. What? Like shit like that. I mean, I don't care. I just literally had, I literally just bought the album. Like I was, I just bought it. It was just like, it's just not that deep. I just bought it. Um, so yeah, it just really depends on, you know, whatever, what you want. But, um, I prefer Spotify. It it definitely is more personal. Like it's more uh, specific to you. Like they'll shoot, like once you download music and you start making playlists, they'll start making you playlists. Like 
these are all the songs that you like, or this is kind of, or we think that you would like this. And, um, I think that all the other streaming services don't really suggest you music based off the stuff that you listen to in that same capacity. Um, but what do I know? <laughs> what the fuck do I know? Um, I did not see birds of prey. Is that what it was called? Birds of prey. Yes. yes. I did not see that. Um, I heard that it had really, really bad opening week. I honestly didn't even know it came out. Um, I was talking to my best friend about this and I was like, I really have heard more about the music and the soundtrack than about the actual movie. Like only thing I knew about it was like Normandy and like, I think summer dropped a song for it. And like Normandy and Megan and all this, like they're like, I actually forgot about, I actually forgot that all of this was for a movie in that process. Like, cause I didn't really see like previews or anything. I only saw stuff like that in regards to the music or the soundtrack. Um, so I was not invested in it at all. And I like superhero movies, even though this is like what a anti-hero villain type of thing. Um, I like superhero movies, but I had no, um, interest in this. And I know in that whole Marvel DC debate, DC literally struggles the entire time and they usually miss. I mean, what this in this case particularly, they didn't really promote it. Yeah, okay. I, I'm making sure it's not just me. I'm like, is it because I don't watch TV or struggle at it promotion? Promotion, like you see Marvel shit all day, every day. Yeah, that's Their budget true. for marketing is incredible, but with this, I literally yeah. saw two commercials for it and didn't know the day of release. Yeah, I didn't know when it came out either, and that's another thing. It's funny. Uh, Oh, sorry. Excuse me. It's all my bad time. Um, I was talking to my best friend and she was saying like, when you think it's like, it's crazy that Marvel does so much better than what? It's crazy that Marvel does so much better than DC. It was like, but when you like, when I was, she was like, when I was growing up and I was younger, I was completely just like not in, um, invested in Marvel. It's like, I didn't know anything about that. Like when you thought superheroes, you thought Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And I'm like, I guess I didn't really think about that. I was like, yeah, because I guess the only person I really knew from Marvel when I was younger was like Spider-Man. I didn't really hear about Iron Man until that movie came out or Thor or all this like that because obviously I wasn't into comics. You know what I mean? It's like, if you, obviously, if you've been a comic nerd since you were younger, this does not apply to you. But the average person that does not sit up in their younger years and read comic books, like... You really would like, like they had Justice League as a TV show and like they had Batman and Robin cartoons and Wonder Woman and Superman shows and cartoons and stuff like that. So it's like you had some background to that. I didn't really know about Marvel characters when I was younger outside of Spider-Man. So I was like, I didn't even think about that, but I guess she's right. But for whatever reason, Marvel has been kicking ass in this day and age. And I mean, obviously it really just comes down to, unfortunately, their stuff is just better most of the time outside of like, I would say maybe like the Dark Knight series. Most of the shit that uh, DC has released movie-wise, like their shows are good, I think. Yeah, their shows are okay. But in comparison, most of the movies they release are horrible. Well, not horrible, but they're just not as good. They kind of miss the mark. And I don't even think they're bad movies. I think that they're bad movies in comparison to Marvel movies. You get what I mean? I mean, most of the DC movies are incomplete movies anyway because they have so much uh, politics and shit going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So they're not really allowed the the creative freedom that a lot of the, the Marvel producers are allowed. You know, they can pretty much just make, you know, hey, here goes um, $300 million. Do whatever you need to do to make this the most incredible movie of all time and go with it. Yeah. Like, because we're going to make at least a billion back. So, yeah, huh? Here you go. You can have this. Go ahead. 
do what you got to do. DC, on the other hand, they have like, you know, they created whole movies and uh, fired the director of the movie like halfway through, you know, at the end. Like, so now you got to redo the movie, cut shit up and all that. So <clears throat> hashtag release the Snyder cut, you know, for all the comic book nerds and shit like that. Um, yeah, I didn't grow up um, into comic books at all. So I've been doing like a lot of this shit is still new to me. So yeah, I mean, I can I can understand the the DC the DC Marvel debate, but I mean, it's, it, most of that shit is like the same. Like it's just more it's more elements of uh, spectacular on Marvel side. But yeah, I think I was having a conversation with my friend the other day, and I was just explaining how I've now seen like Endgame four times, and it's not a good movie. Like it's not. I'm sorry. Like I, I thought you know falling asleep on it in the theater was like an anomaly. Like oh yeah, you know I was a little intoxicated, so maybe that added to it. But no, it's not a good movie. Sorry. So what what other TV shows? The uh, wrap this segment up. What you um, been watching? I've been watching a lot of shit on Netflix. A couple of stuff. I, I mean, a couple of things I didn't watch for long because it wasn't in English. It was, but uh it wasn't that dubbed over bullshit that i hate so much <laughs> i had to and i mean honestly netflix y'all y'all do really good with the shows but y'all gotta just let some of that shit go some of that dubbed over shit like it's not even worth it just just let's let it stay in whatever fucking country it belongs to i don't want to see that like that old shit like it made remind me of old karate movies like it's not even worth it Especially like like in the acting, the voice acting that y'all use to dub over be so bad that it's like it makes the whole show corny, um, because the voice over acting is so bad. So it's like just save y'all money. Uh, yeah. When in doubt, close caption. Yeah, just say. And I I watch shows like I think it's people who passively and actively watch shows. Um, I watch shows too passively. Um to watch a lot of like dubbed over shows. Right. So I wouldn't recommend it, but whatever. Um, but I've been watching this show called Lock and Key. It's really good. It's kind of like thriller, um, drama ish. Um, it's good. It's really good. Um, I would, I would suggest that to anybody. Um, I'm still rewatching Glee, but I don't really care about that. Um, sex education. I still on X uh, episode one of that. Oh, stuff be throwing me off on this. <laughs> um, the show that I was watching that was dubbed over was Mortel. I, it took me a while to realize it was dubbed over, and I was just over it. And then the other one I was watching was The Stranger. That was actually in English, but it just like I, it honestly stuff has about a good like five minutes to catch me, and if I don't like want to keep watching or interested in what happens next, I'll turn off of. Um. So yeah. That's what I got so far. Um, that's pretty much what I've been watching. I haven't really watched anything on TV. I'm behind on everything that I watch on TV. Literally. A million little things. Um, what's the other one? This is us. I ain't watched that shit in, in years. Um Grey's Anatomy, I'm behind on that. Like, I'm behind on everything I used to watch on TV. Like, it's probably like seasons of shit on my DVR. Um, so yeah, behind on a lot of that shit. But I think that's I think that's it. I'm definitely interested to go see Issa Rae's new movie, um, The Photograph, yeah. um, with uh, Lakeith Finas, um, this weekend. Unfortunately, it's gonna it's the weekend for all you lovers <laughs> and Valentiners, and so I'm gonna try to go Thursday after work. But my best friend is also moving on Thursday, so I'm gonna have to try to finagle that some way so I can avoid all you couples, um, at the movies. And hopefully, I mean, it is a black movie, and I live in the suburbs so hopefully it won't be that crowded um not wishing them a bad weekend but out here <laughs> that um so yeah you're just getting your whole entire 
wealthy shit off this this episode. I'm what are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing continue. I'm impoverished. Mm. I'm just saying. I hope that uh, I'm gonna try to go on Thursday. So I'm gonna probably go help my friend. Go get off work. Help my friend. Whatever. I even probably help her because they're actually probably done by the time I get off work. Get off work three thirty. But I'm probably gonna go see her and then I'll probably go to the movies just so I can go before all you lovers decide to fucking canoodle in the theater and bring all that love shit in the air. Gross. And I'm sure I'm actually excited for Valentine's Day so I can find out how many people again, just like Sweetie Say, are actually in relationships and in my DMs. And um, <laughs> we can do. <laughs> we can. <laughs> Like, oh, y'all cute. I didn't know you even had a girlfriend. Uh, no, no, that was just my little Valentine's mm, Day thing because you said you didn't want to go out with me. So, you know, mm-hmm. I actually have plans to go out. I'm in this dating group on Facebook and all the singles are going out for drinks. I'm going to go to that alone with them. So because I ain't got shit else to do. What the fuck did Black China do to her face? Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not touching that right now. I'm taking my ass at DR right now. Home why away. is she at the Oscar? It's time to catch a flight. <laughs> why, um, she, why is she at the Oscar? And remember, millennials, when you go get your you know, surgery, don't touch your face, please. Um. So, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, that's not good advice. Why? <laughs> Some niggas need to touch their face. No, no, because <laughs> at the bare minimum, God made your face in his in his image. <laughs> okay. Not this body, though. <laughs> but this face. All right, so we're gonna get into um, some quick topics, right? Quick, um, Kobe Bryant Memorial um, is set for February twenty fourth at the Sable Center. Um, you know, it's a lot of quinky dinks going on with the whole Kobe uh, tragedy, and I don't like it. We talked about this last week, then mm-hmm. someone could be asking, yeah, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now. Uh, the memorial being set for two twenty four. Like I said, the All Star Game. There, the players are. One team is going to be a team of twenty fours. The other team is going to be a team of two because uh, Gianna's number was two. Kobe's number was twenty four. Memorial on two twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Insert Doctor Umar meme here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's just kind of it's way too coincidental. Like some that's crazy. Not saying it in a bad way, but yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm leaving it alone. I just don't honestly care enough. That's crazy. I'm leaving it alone because I just don't. I don't feel like I don't think it's one of them things where it's like intentional. Like, oh my god, it's the fucking Illuminati. No. I yeah, just think it's just it. like to me. I just feel like it made sense. Like, oh my gosh, it's February. We can wait till the 24th. More so, I think it's more so like that than like, oh my god, we killed them so we can have it. Like, I don't know no, what the fuck no, kind no, of ridiculous no, no, no. conspiracy theory people are doing, no. but. To me, it just seems like it was like, oh my god, we can wait till the twenty fourth, haha, two twenty four. They can wear two and twenty fours, like more so like that than it being like. That's exactly what I just. The said. devil was coming to attack us or some shit, whatever the fucking weird shit y'all be talking about. That's exactly. Or what the I man. Just said. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I say it's way too many quinky dinks. Like um, the other day, LeBron James did the exact same dunk that Kobe did, like nineteen years apart. I mean, some some weird like that. 10 years apart or some shit. But I'm like, is it coincidence or did he do it on purpose? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's what I'm talking about. Like, the same thing with this dates and the dirt. Like, is it a coincidence or did they do it on purpose? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, but I'm also not a conspiracy theorist. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm a regular it's, person. It's, it's just thing. always thing. Speaking of Kobe, um, this is tough. Um, we're going to get into the Gail King. <laughs> we're not getting into Lisa anything. Lisa Leslie interview topic um so Take it away. cbs released a snippet of gail king 
interviewing a Hall of Fame basketball player, Lisa Leslie. And during this snippet in particular, because nobody really cared to see the whole interview outside of this snippet. I don't even know if it's available now. I think it's on YouTube. I'm not watching it because, yeah, whatever. So, um, Gail King asked Lisa Leslie, um, if she felt uncomfortable being a friend of Kobe Bryant, uh, amid his sexual assault allegations. Now, if this was in 2002 or no, 2004, cool, but it's 2020 and unfortunately, Kobe just passed away. So, of course, it wasn't received well. And also, you're asking one of his long-standing female friends about him being a sexual abuser. I don't really think that would have went the right way, regardless of the situation. Um, props to Lisa Leslie for handling that question very, 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 very well. Um, she basically said, like, I didn't see it. I, he wasn't that type of guy. I know people who do do that kind of thing. Like, I have friends in the industry that does that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of backlash um, against Gail Kim. It was a lot of support, too. Um, the one thing I will say is I'm not going to criticize her for... I'm not going to criticize her. She's earned... <laughs> it's funny, because... She earned what? What look, did she earn? Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm going to explain it. It's funny, because six months ago, it was a complete 180... And we praise Gail King so highly what, 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 for what her it? work with Robert Kelly. Her poise and dignity and, you know, steadfastness while she interviewed R. Kelly and he was going ape shit and having a conniption and shit during their whole interview. Yes, Kenise. Okay. Pardon <laughs> my ignorance. Um, she is a journalist. <laughs> You know, when you're friends with Oprah, you can be whatever the fuck. Okay, you so that's be. back to my point. Um, that's why I said <laughs> part of my ignorance. I'm sorry. I actually I didn't watch the surviving R. Kelly shit. I've known this nigga. I knew <laughs> known this nigga was a trash bag for like a few uh, decades at this point now. So um, I didn't really think anything. Like I didn't see that interview that he did with her. Um, you saw the clips, so I seen some of the clips, and I seen I don't, but that's this it. I seen the clips, All right? And I know people was like, you know, applauding her, I guess, for maintaining her composure or something. But actually, the, the to be completely honest with you, I didn't know it was her. I thought it was like an actual journalist. And this is why I also said part of my ignorance because I didn't know she actually had a job. I didn't know she was famous for anything except for being Oprah's best friend. Um, so I was actually trying to understand why she was uh interviewing Lisa Leslie at all. So. <laughs> I'm serious. I actually didn't even know her last name. I thought her name was just Gail Winfrey. I actually didn't know. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to that woman. I didn't know. What? I didn't. I'm really, I'm so serious. Same thing with her, did her, her boyfriend. Do he do anything? Or is he just her boyfriend? Stem is a lawyer. Debatable. He was, he was a lawyer Who knows be, that? Way before he met over. Okay, well, I ain't know that. Originally, he was to come up. Listen here. <laughs> listen, 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 Linda, listen. I have no motherfucking... I just thought these people were just affiliated with her. Um, She's actually been... uh co-host on cbs this morning since 2012 okay so so forgot her a job she is also the editor at large for the old magazine 
We thought we magazine. Oh, it's so. <laughs> okay, so she gave her a job again. All right, so she really don't have no job or no <laughs> skills. Like, just Shut if up. you saw all the jobs that Oprah gave her, like, oh, she works at own and she works on the magazine. <laughs> like, mm, I didn't want to do that. Look. I would employ my friends too. Look, nigga, all right, look, nigga, look, nigga look. as soon as this fucking LLC pop off, nigga, you get a job. You get a job. <laughs> look, man. More on payroll as my confidant. More importantly than this, uh, before we get to the Snoop Dogg commentary, it brought light to the fact that Gail King and her and Oprah very best Def. friend Oprah Winfrey are not very supportive of, of the black community of black men, but the black community at large. Um, don't well, believe you know, the wealth hype. will do that to you. Don't let you know. Don't believe the hype. Don't you know? Don't let little shit. They're not trying to fix anything, except I think Ayana <laughs> trying to fix lives. But them, on the other hand, or nothing, they're just trying to set us back. The same thing with like Bill Cosby. Okay, you can finish. I said I actually didn't have anything to add, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet like I planned in the beginning of this segment. But yeah, I mean I've been off of Oprah for my entire life. Well, actually no, it started with the whole ludicrous thing where she pretty much brought him on the show as he was transitioning into an actor and berated him for his rap music even though he was transitioning to being a actor she like, did what um you remember the movie crash mm-hmm. they had the cast on the oprah winfrey show when okay. it was actually a show and she's going around with everybody all the actors and giving them praise and this and this and when they got to ludicrous it was like oh well you call women bitches and hoes and shit like, you are a bitch like we're here talking about a movie my nigga like what are you talking about but yeah she open Winfrey falls into the bill cosby category she does me. she definitely she does to me too i mean honestly i never really liked her like i know she was always a pillar of excellence and like excellence, all that shit for most people. But I never really fucked with her because she gave me Bill Cosby vibes. And it's like that elitist bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I made it and you need to put like that very, like, fuck you niggers um, mindset that I got from her. Um, so she was never really the pillar of anything great for me. I didn't no. look at her like that. She's really more coonish um, and appeasing to the whites. So yeah, It wasn't a lot of niggas getting free cars. Let's just put it like that. I mean, yeah, she. I don't think she was ever really for us. Never, ever, actually, never. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just it reaffirms the fact that they are for who they are for the whites. I mean, they're subjective, subjective with their black uh, associates and shit. Like they love yeah, Tyler people Perry. that are okay with the whites. Well, not sometimes. I don't know about Tyler. Tyler is a. Just stop. Another slippery slope. So before I go there, but he's okay with another minority group. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg got uh, Snoop Dogg <laughs> used some very suggestive words in um, talking about the clip that he saw, and he called Gail King out of her name. He and called all her these. like a punk ass bitch or something. <laughs> what did he call her? <laughs> you know, Uncle Snoop when he gets on his medicine. You know, he's he... <laughs> we made me chill. <laughs> <laughs> See. Smoked the wrong strand that day. Um, yeah, he he just had some very harsh words some for some choice words. Let's get on our Oprah shit. And um, yeah, he faced some backlash to it. I mean, did he? We're all yes. They they were very upset about. Oh that. yeah, because they were just like, oh, you were gonna let him talk about women, and it's just like she's not a woman. First of all, she's just Oprah's best friend. And if you do something fucked up, you can't just decide to throw gender into it. It's kind of like if you do something bad or good, you can't excuse it with other bullshit narratives. Like, 
I know I talked about this last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually trying to be serious, but I'm still on bullshit from earlier. You ain't listening. I guess she's a woman. Fine. I'm saying, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming. Um, I'm saying like this. You know how last week I was talking about Tyler and I was saying how people were trying to say that he won because he was gay. It's kind of like you're using someone's other thing. Wait, I'm even. <laughs> what? Nothing. Yeah, pause. <laughs> You're using someone's other thing to excuse their greatness. And in reverse, like this with the Gail thing, like she's a fucking cunt bitch and you're using her womanness to, to excuse her behavior. And I don't think that's okay. I don't know if she's a cunt bitch, but I'm assuming. And I have the right to say that because I'm a woman. So I can say what I want. Like that. See, that's also not okay to say out loud. Come on, Hendrix. What do you have to add? No, I was going to make a joke, but. <laughs> what you about to say? <laughs> I was in my classes also. I can't about the whole Tyler the uh, creative thing, what? creator thing, and I was like, well, you know, Luda Vandross got a couple, but you know, it's not saying much. He was gay <laughs> when he was fat or skinny. Both. You going to hell? <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Snoop has since said that he wasn't using threatening language towards Gail, but he was simply expressing the way he felt about the. Uh, the interview and that is his right which is 100 percent completely in the right to do um yeah it's just it was unnecessary especially to put one of kobe's friends in that uh situation and to be talking about some bad shit so so near in the aftermath of his demise so it was a uh, very it tasteless was poor, I was say it's in poor taste at the very least it was very tasteless but this is what society is in 2020. We like to make um, things very clippable. So you get a clip to get clicks. And I hate when people try to sound smart. Push it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean Not you. Sorry. This guy. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I swear to God. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't necessary at all. Just, you know, interview Lisa Leslie and don't bring up Kobe next time. Um, The other story that took over the world this week is twitter war of the axis between Nicki minaj and Meek mill i don't know exactly why this happened but i know i was glued to my timeline to watch the results you know i think we didn't we talk about this recently like having those decent relationships with people that you (laughs) have been in a relationship with in the past and just you know it's okay to be cool and not you know air out people's dirty laundry when you get upset but that's exactly what they did um coming off the the um i guess the boutique argument separation incident during grammy weekend um, Nikki and Meek took to Twitter and exposed skeletons that didn't need to be exposed at all. Um, I will say Meek made very valid points about some of the people that Nikki Minaj keeps around her, including her brother and her husband, um, both being uh, linked to some sexual misconduct in their past, uh, one with minors, which is increasingly uh, terrible, but... I just don't get how it really it really goes to show like what celebrities are. Celebrities are just regular corny ass people with a shit ton of money. That's all it is. 
Like, this is some shit that people from my fucking, like, my, in my peer group in my city would do. We have that shit happen at least one I or mean, two times a week. I mean, but that's the one thing I feel like people have to realize and understand. First of all, definitely team me fucking Nicki Minaj. But I really feel like what people have to realize and understand at the end of the fucking day is that these people are human. So just like the childish ass motherfucking shit that goes on in your hometown with the locals and the ratchets and the, in the, in the slums of whatever city you're from or whatever city you move from, nigga. Um, it's the same kind of shit. Like, you didn't go. Well, you know. People outrun their problems, huh? You said what? People always trying to outrun their problems. Yeah, you know niggas with that. They try to move in for a better life. I'm so tired of everybody in Detroit and Atlanta. Like, nigga, it's the same. They all down there. Y'all the same, the same niggas. It's down there. Anyways, listen. All I'm saying is this. It's the same shit. Like, all these people are human. So, like, yes, they have a whole bunch of money. They don't have the problems that you have while you're sitting here trying to steal motherfucking uh, buffs off somebody's face. And you're trying to feed your uh, 18 fucking kids. These people are they're just rich, but they're still childish and immature and just not have no personal growth or, like, everything like that. Because I think me and Hendricks was talking about this. And I was just like, I don't care how much Nick surgery Nicki Minaj doing, how much money she make. At the end of the day, she is still a hood rat. Like, she's not going to be anything more than a hood, right? Like, anytime she told, like, I used to be a fan of Nicki Minaj. Like, not like y'all bitches that are childish. Because of that hive shit, that Barb, Beehive, Drake Hive, Debbie Dad Hive, I mean, the Future Hive, all that shit. At the end of the day, like, y'all need to grow up. Like, don't y'all got kids or jobs or something? Okay. Hey, what I will never do any of that. Um, Because I'm grown. Um, But... Um, the whole, I don't just really don't give a fuck about people who don't give a fuck about me. These people don't know y'all. Y'all really like, okay, cool. Um, you're still poor, right? They're not helping you. Um, so I would never subscribe to that shit. Um, so what, what are you doing? Anyways, I would never subscribe to that. So this whole thing with, um, she's just a hood rat. Like when she was going through that shit with like, uh, when she was on JBP. She was just being loud and obnoxious and even on her show, loud, obnoxious, not letting anybody talk, being really rude. I mean, she's been like this forever. Same thing with like when she was on what is American Idol and being disrespectful to Mariah Carey <laughs> or when she was um, harassing everybody else she harassed. That's the thing. She came up in a time where before social media pop, 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 like before you had to have before people had personalities you know what i'm saying before you had to be in communication with your fans or anything like that so it's like everybody was just standing for her music and i admit i liked some of her music until she started talking <laughs> you know what i mean and she started talking and so it was just like wow shut up <laughs> shut up like some people are endearing and they have like nice personalities and like they could like cardi b like we like her because like no matter if y'all say that she don't write her music or not like she's an endearing person right you want Nicki Minaj, to shut up, to shut the fuck up, please. Because she's just always extremely loud and extremely ghetto. Like, how is it a rich person? I don't want to take you anywhere. I still wouldn't take her in public because she's obnoxious. Like, even in the background in the video from last week or week before last, when they was in the store, just like, I'm a that old, I'm going to get my man a beach your ass, your bitch. Like, that ratchet ass shit that you only think of in, like, <coughs> Boys in the Hood or something. Like that. What? It's just kind of, I never seen that movie. Um... But it's, it's about it's about the ghetto, right? That that shiki shit. Y'all seen no be a man. That's what I imagine from her, and that's all you get. So you can take, you can give the hood red money, you can give her implants, you can give her body contouring, but you really cannot make them classy. Period. So that's all I'm saying. 
Period. Period. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So I, I stay with Meek. Um, I mean, it was it's unnecessary. Like I said, it's, it is unnecessary. It's weird watching celebrities act, but normal. they're human, right? But they put themselves in a position where they act like they're better than us regular people, even though they're not. And a lot of people see the through the bullshit. But yeah, you can't put yourself on that pedestal and then climb back down and be on our level. So yeah, that whole thing was interesting. Very, very uh, unnecessary. I think that's the, that's the word of the week. Is a lot of this shit is unnecessary that people are out here doing. But uh, yeah, that's um, topics for this week. Um, unless Casey had anything. No, I don't have a topic, but I had a couple points. Well, I don't know if I should share it. Say the actual topic. I mean, not the should I say that? Should I just? Oh wait, wait, wait! No, the the bottom line. Oh. All right, so earlier this week, <laughs> uh, I guess after a Grammy night, uh, Megan Thee Stallion g Easy said social media ablaze with a video of them. Um, I guess they were cuddling, being friendly. They were, he was just kissing on her, Fenty, like she said. <laughs> yeah. Um. I didn't have an issue with it. Like she's entitled to do what she want to do, but I I did have an issue with the fallout from it. I don't understand how when things like this happen. I think I actually tweeted like I love when things bring out the stupid in people because a lot of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not stupid. No, you they just, are. Why are you, you apologizing? You act stupid sometimes. I'm gonna give them the benefit are you of the doubt. No, I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. You're not stupid. You just act stupid a lot. And okay. a lot of people just took that shit and oh yeah, you know, she's a white man or ooh, that how many how many guys is that in the last year did she like look, bro, it's okay. It, it, just let people be people because you know, that whole back and forth and that's how niggas talk about that whole body count conversation which is stupid because we're all grown and nobody really needs to know nigga. like it's yeah it's, the scales is never gonna be equal so just don't fuck with the scales leave it alone what are we talking about why uh black men hating black women <sighs> no that's not why we were talking oh, i'm sorry i missed it my bad um yeah but just yeah she's doing what the fuck she's doing and if it was something she's just out here living there, her motherfucking it life it wasn't, it, wasn't. it wasn't it wasn't even dating her canoe like damn you ain't never had nobody lick your makeup off drunk me either but at the end of the day or whatever she's grown as fuck she can do whatever <laughs> Andres, what? <laughs> she can do whatever the fuck she wants leave her alone and i mean it's not it, I, honestly because like when i say everybody reacting to it i had to go find a video i thought it was more than one i'm like at no point did he kiss her in the mouth he was just looking her face Look, fellas, we all been drunk. You got that one girl at the club that you, you know, really feeling. And, and I mean, he, and honestly, that's the thing. Like, if anything, I thought it was, I'm sorry, in advance. Um, I mean, if anything, this was very indicative of a regular drunk night. Like, black people don't necessarily make out like that, like, when they drunk. But that's the first thing white people want to do. And so he probably did want to make out, but she wasn't going to kiss him back. So he made, he made out with her face because that's what they do when they're drunk. I went to a PWI. I know. The amount of white tongues I've avoided in my time. And the crazy. ones you didn't. Yeah. Period. That was alley-oop. <laughs> <laughs> so Hendrix know firsthand. That okay. Was, so at the end of the day, listen. That was alley-oop. It was just. <laughs> 
ashamed of myself. That was way too easy. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Period. All right. I'm sorry. But yeah, let her let, let that man look his her makeup in peace, okay? And then like his girlfriend was all salty. Like, girl, he'll be home in the morning. All right. <laughs> Just <laughs> let it go. You can't say that. Why? Because if you see the picture, your nigga. <laughs> he wouldn't be else. my nigga. Okay, so you can't say you chill. But I'm saying, like, but that's the thing, though. You look dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I was trying to talk to my friend like this. I was trying to talk to one of my friends about this the other day. <clears throat> Tamar said this a long, long time ago. I don't know nobody likes Tamar but me. Um, She said this a very, very long time ago, and I completely believe it. And somebody, probably some woman that's going through this right now is going to be upset. But hear me out, sis. If that man is already out here making you look dumb as fuck, and all you got for him when he come back is a conversation about it, just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. You're not going to do anything about it, but lecture him to death, and you're going to stay? Let that man cheat in peace. Just let him cheat in peace. You're not going anywhere. So you're either going to act or react, right? Yeah, I see what she's doing. Get the fuck on. Yeah, I see what she's doing. Just go. What? Casey's being very uh, male-friendly this episode. I'm not. I believe this. Oh, I, I honestly believe it. Like, why am I going to keep lecturing about the same shit if I'm going to keep letting you get away with it? Like, I'm either going to tolerate it or I'm not. Like, I see this person. I'm with this person. I care about this person. They keep disrespecting me. I'm going to lecture them to death and hope that they change. No, bitch. I'm getting the fuck on. Fuck you. Fool me twice. I'm out of here. Nigga, fuck out of here. I don't like, think that's how that goes. No, because I think it's like, well, shame on you. Yeah, the second one is shame on me. I'm gone. Nigga, shame on me leaving. Nigga, I'm gone. Is what I'm saying. Well, actually, that's not true. I'm, I'm leaving the first time. But. Speak on it. The rest of the people, they might stay. Okay? But like I'm saying, if you're not, <laughs> the only thing you should, but the only thing, no, seriously, ladies, the only thing you should stay around for is change behavior. And if that nigga gets out here disrespecting you, then it's your dumbass fault. And so I'm like I'm saying, if you're not going to leave or you're not going to do something about it, shut the fuck up. Because you're at the end of the day, you're just wasting your breath. You're going to lose your breath. You're going to lose your fucking voice. Just yelling and screaming and kick, 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 get the fuck off. Or shut up. Um, so, yeah. I'm sorry. I actually kind of. Because I just don't, I don't understand that. Like, how am I? Like, y'all arguing. And y'all always bicker. And he always cheating on you. And it's just like, what are y'all in a relationship for? Wow. I've learned some people like that type of shit. No, some people do like dysfunction. And I mean, it, it, but it comes from a place of if you've never really seen um, love. Like, I'm reading this book and I've been following this person, this lady on uh, social media. Her name is Shan Boudram. Shannon Boudram. Um, she has a YouTube and she has an Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry. And she wrote a book or whatever that I just bought. Like, I actually bought a hardcover book. Like, I went to the bookstore. It is very few of those around nowadays, sadly. Um, but yes. Um, she was just saying, like, we as people lose our thoughts. I lost my train of thought, so fuck it. But follow her on Instagram. She made a really good, a lot of great, great points. <laughs> but no, she made a lot of good points. I was, yeah, I completely forgot. What was I talking about? <laughs> Shit. So follow her on Instagram. Movie. What was I saying though? <laughs> what was I talking about? You was talking about how people stay instead of leaving when they have an issue, and just how a lot of women tend to talk to a man instead of actually changing their actions based yes, on a man's yes, actions. Yes, I still not getting it back. Okay. But yeah. All right. So this uh, is all true. <laughs> but yeah, now follow her. She gives like relationship and, and relationship counseling and like loving yourself and like sex counseling and. All of those things. I can't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> My, <laughs> last week, um, Hitcher said I had the memory of a dodo bird. And 
Now you've all seen it. I was never brought off It's mid fucking mini rant. I like, know. Oh, I'm oh. like, oh yeah, damn, I forgot what I was talking about. It went away. It completely left. All but right. in that same vein, women just love yourself. Love yourself enough to get the fuck on, okay? And not stay unless you want to. But then you have to shut up about it. So All right. you choose. Moving along. Okay, what else we about to talk about? Oh, did you what did you think about the other part? Just this, this a topic? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool beans. All right, so speaking of topics, we're going to get into our main topic for this week. And I got this topic from just looking at a lot of people um, in my peer group and just how they've been moving in their relationships. And the topic this week is cohabitating. Yay, no. (laughs) Exactly the response of most people when this uh, subject comes up. So a couple of the things I wanted to touch on is, do you feel like you have to cohabitate in order to have a successful relationship? Or also, do you feel like cohabitation leads to a lot of unsuccessful relationships? Casey, you have cohabitated before? How do you feel? I completely think it depends on the people involved, like uh, most things. Um, I word there. Um, yes, it completely depends on the people involved. Now, for my, I'll give my, I'll give a little background on my personal experience with cohabitating. Oh, wait, 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 Get to your point. Okay, because you told me to wait. All right, so in my opinion, I think that it completely depends on your relationship. Now, I know people that are completely fine with never living with their mate ever until they'll get married, you know? And if that's for you, it's for you. Um, I personally, I will say this. Since I have cohabitated before, my perception on it has changed. I mean, perspective, sorry. My perspective on it has changed. I don't necessarily think it is necessary for an extremely long period of time. So the next time I I cohabitate, it would be for two reasons. It would probably either be out of sheer convenience. And what I mean by that is like we are either engaged and about to get married and we're like saving money for the wedding or we're engaged or or even if we're not engaged and we're like, planning on buying a house eventually or like we're planning on getting married soon or something like that and we want to like save money to like buy our a home or something like for a down payment on a home or whatever and it'll make more sense for us to just consolidate bills right like it would have to be for some real adult reasons like that um but at this point it's a single with no fucking kids um so yeah um that's just me personally but also out of other convenient reasons like the okay so can we, are we talking about experiences now? No. Okay. Well, so for me, it depends on a, it depends on the situation. Um, is it necessary? Is it necessary for a successful relationship to cohabitate with your partner? I don't have any experience to say that. Like I don't know. All right. So, do you think cohabitation leads to a lot of unsuccessful relationships? No. I think their relationship is going to fail anyway. I don't think that cohabitating is what's going to cause your relationship to fail. Because from, in in my opinion, when it comes to building a relationship, like I'm all, I'm weary about shit like that in general. 
So when I hear niggas are like, oh, I don't want to talk to her every day. I don't want to see her every day. I don't want to <laughs> be around her all the time. To me, that's an unhealthy relationship. And what I mean by like, right. no, don't smother your mate, obviously. No, y'all don't have to spend a whole bunch of time together because even if y'all live together, like, oh, we're not talking about experiences, but even if y'all live together, y'all don't have to always be around each other. You can be in different rooms. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't, it's not like when you're dating where every time y'all at each other's houses, y'all are like sitting there watching movies or, you know, making dinner or like sleeping or like laying around together. Like once you actually are in a relationship, you start functioning around each other. Right. Where it's like I'm just living my life, I'm just living my life. You're like, you know, you living your life, and we're in the same house. But it, nigga, I'll, you know, saying we might have shows or something where we sit down and watch together, or we might sit down and eat dinner together. But I'm not sitting down up under you like I used to when we first started dating. You know what I mean? Right. So I mean, I don't think that I don't think it can ruin a relationship um, necessarily. In my opinion, I think it's just, y'all already just wasn't compatible, and, and the relationship was gonna, not going to work anyway. Because, like I said, when niggas say stuff like that to me, it tr- it's not triggering, but to me, it's just like a red flag. Because at the end of the day, like especially at this point now, we're thirty or thirty plus or late twenties, right? So you're the goal in most cases, even if it's not marriage, but marriage or a serious long-term commitment to somebody, right? Eventually that is going to turn into some form of cohabitation, especially if you're getting married, I guess in the traditional sense, you guys will live together. So if you are, if we're already 29, 30, 35, and my nigga is talking about some, I don't want to be around you a whole lot to me. No, you're not marriage or long-term relationship material because you can't see yourself seeing me every day. You know what I mean? Like how the fuck are you going to be right. in a relationship with somebody or be married with somebody that you don't see every day or consistently to me, that's not indicative of any, um, real relationship. Like, so to, if anything, I'm more weary of a nigga saying, I will never want to see my mate consistently or live with them than a man that wants to, because it's like, if the goal is, if the long-term goal is marriage, or the long-term goal is something serious and a certain level of commitment, then eventually you will see me every day. Right. Um, so in that regard, then no, I think that's ridiculous. Okay. So um, I believe that it is a, it's not a necessity, but it is good to familiarize yourself with your partner because you can spend all the time in, in the world at each other's places, but until you two actually share a common space it's not going to really register how a person lives like if you know maybe somebody i don't like doing dishes like i I need a place with like a dishwasher so i can just do you know toss them in a dishwasher and shit like that so i will let you know theoretically you know toss them in toss them in and you know as they go some people just let the shit stack up and then toss it in at one time like that's kind of creepy to me because just use the fucking dishwasher like you can put dishes in the dishwasher without you know just letting them stack up in the sink and you still got to use the sink and shit like that so those little things you have to actually account for because shit like that builds up and festers so you got to kind of get familiar with how somebody does those type of habits you can and it really gets down into like little minute shit like the type of toilet paper they use the type you know paper towel and shit like that and some people just buy toilet paper from like dollar store and shit like that and use it i'm not that type of person so wait 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 wait, wait. what what are you saying are you saying i'm saying those you saying t- those are the things that will fuck up cohabitating no, i'm saying those are the type of things that cohabitating 
gives to you by being in the same place as both people with somebody else you learn their habits or you know what i'm saying their characteristics as far as living goes because that i mean you can be the greatest person in the world to me but if your living habits aren't up to par i don't think this is going to work you get what i'm saying like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. but i don't I'm, i guess i don't think that to me i feel like that's worse i would rather like i'm super neat right um i would rather know that you fucking trifling when we dating and then get married and then come to your house and be like oh this nigga's fucking disgusting like right but see that's the thing we always talk about how people put on their best face and that the early parts of dating and everything like that. So every time you come over, that's what, I guess that's cook. what I'm saying. Yeah. If you aren't cohabitating, that's the yeah, point I'm making. Yeah, so like, yeah. if you get in a relationship with somebody, you never cohabitate. That nigga could be every time you come over, just cleaning up. Right. You know what I'm saying? This nigga could be shit. You not over there long term. So this nigga could be, you know, shit. Like how my brother used to clean up and throwing cups in the fucking closet and pushing clothes under the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like before you come over because this nigga's a fucking slob. But if you live there, he only can pretend for so long until he's back to taking his clothes off at the door. Right. In the living room. Like I said, it's not a necessity, but it is very, very good to have that kind of cohabitative situation going on it might not even be long term it could be hey my lease is up can i you know yeah i'm gonna be here for like three months and shit till i get yeah this girl was saying she was like i wouldn't cohabitate but i would want to like maybe where i'm over there for weeks at a time and she's like she's like to me i mean i feel her and she's like you know i guess i could see you long time who's gonna keep that up for weeks i'm like i feel like nigga you go on vacation for a week i can act neat for two <laughs> for two weeks and try to you actually lift the toilet seat up when I pee like for two weeks until you leave like um but that's the kind of shit she was saying like yeah oh if I you know maybe if I stay over there like, like staying over there long term would give me the same benefits or you know the same getting to know you as living with the person and I don't necessarily agree with that um but I mean to each his own honestly like I would prefer to live with my mate um. At least for some bit of time, maybe if it's just like a year up into the wedding or a year us, you know, building a house or a year and us trying to save to buy a house or or even just a year. You know what I'm saying? Before, you know what I'm saying? I would do that even before we got married or eventually. Eventually, I feel like the goal is cohabitation because the goal is a serious relationship. Right. Unless you are open in an open relationship or poly or I think the motherfuckers live together too. Um... And it's you in a sister wife situation. I really don't know. But in most situations, eventually the couple eventually will live together. Even people who are not getting married. People who just decide to be in long-term domestic partnerships. Yeah, I mean, it the is a lot of... The goal is still cohabitation. It's a lot of benefits to it. Um, it's just logistically more beneficial to be... To cohabitate with Yeah, even partner. financially. So... And sexually. Yeah, I mean, a lot of... <laughs> The way you should say that so loud, so loudly. So yeah, financially, it's actually. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, and out of convenience. If, uh, are we talking about our experiences yet? Yeah, you could. You, what are some of your nightmare okay, stories, so or what are some of your from, good experiences? We gonna do. We're doing the yin and yang. What are your good experiences? I wasn't necessarily about to give a good or bad. I was just saying, like in general, like I feel like people cohabitate for different reasons. Um, so in the one situation I had, where I guess I had one and a half times of cohabitating, but I don't really remember the, because. We weren't really cohabitating. We both moved into my parents. Um, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> but uh yeah, like, um, it depends on for what reasons. Like, 
for me, when uh, me and Noel decided to cohabitate, like it ha- it happened out of convenience. And what I mean by convenience is this: like our work schedules were so, um, just so dramatically different. And it was kind of like it was just one of those things that was like not inevitable, but it was one of those things that was like for. And what I mean by for convenience is because like our schedules were such that if we did not live together, we if it, if we weren't coming home to each other, we wasn't gonna see each other like that. Because of how our schedules were. I actually remember this conversation um, very vividly. You yeah, I do me? too. Do you want me to share? What? Share with the class. So basically, she said, um, Casey said to me, hey, you're here all the time. Be here all the time. Damn, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got uh, games, though. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. I got hella games. <laughs> like, okay. I don't even remember that conversation, though. I, mean, I just remember you coming ju- for- That was the gist of it. Like, I think we went on Christmas break, and you came, and you just like never left. And then we just like suddenly just started going to get your shit <laughs> It was Thanksgiving, actually. Was it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh damn! I thought it was Christmas it's break. Like, all right. Yeah, so you just be here all the time, man. But but it was but I mean yeah because <laughs> I think at the time honestly at the time we weren't spending a ton of time together. I think you were coming over what Fridays or Saturdays night. Sunday. No, it wasn't. It was no, it was like Saturday night. Yeah. I think. So it was like we our schedules were so different. We only had one day off in common. It was Sunday. Just one day off. Man. And then well, yeah, you only had one day off. I had three months. We only had one day off in common. It was Saturday. I mean Sunday. And then um I got off at fucking three o'clock in the morning on Friday. So it's like we just really didn't see each other. So like we saw each other like I got off at three o'clock in the morning, and then we had like all Sunday and it was like back to work for both of us the next day after that. So it was just like we didn't really see each other like that. And then shit, at first, because we used to go back and forth, because I think sometimes I used to come over to your house on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we were going back and forth, and it was just like, we literally saw each other like one and a half days a week. And so it was just like, if we weren't coming home to each other, like me getting off work and him being there, we wasn't, we really didn't have the opportunity to see each other like that. So it just came, become, it just like at the time made sense. Right. Like if we want to spend time together, we're going to have to make time. And unless it, you know what I'm saying? Cause what the fuck else? It's three o'clock in the morning. Like I'm not going to keep asking this man that get off at a fucking 11 to come to my house at three o'clock in the morning every single day. So it was just like, it just made more sense for him to be there. You know what I mean? So like it kind of happened like that. So that's why I said. It really depends on the situation and the person and why, because for us, it made sense because like, if that, if that, like the other alternative was us having a relationship where we seen each other one time a week. You know what I mean? So it's like that and didn't make any sense. That's definitely tricky to do. Um, I mean, it's doable, but at the same time, it's kind of, it doesn't really give you the, the complete experience. Yeah. Like, it it creates the, the missing aspect. And I guess that's the bad part of cohabitating. A lot of times you get into a routine or pattern to where, I know I've done this a lot, um, you feel like, you don't really miss your partner because your partner's always there. I mean, but is that really necessary? I mean, I think missing people is very, very um, necessary. Because for... even, I, I guess, like, when I say, like, I'm always looking at the bigger picture. I'm always looking at, like, eventually you will live together. So, like, I guess I'll miss you. Like, cause, and missing you doesn't necessarily have to be long term. You know what I mean? You can, like, damn, like... See, now, I think that it was a little different for us because, like, even though we don't work together, we work in the same place at the time. So, it was just, like, I still seen you throughout the day. So, it wasn't 
too much were I think that's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are two people and y'all cohabitating, I think it might be different if you can be like, damn, how was your day? I missed you today. I didn't get to see you, but I seen this nigga at work. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, we didn't have that. All day. So if that, yeah, with that being the case, like I didn't really, it wasn't a point in time where it was like, damn, like how was your day? What did you do today? Did you have a good day, a good bad day? Cause we already talked about that at work. Now I will say like it worked out in different ways. Like some couples talk on the phone a lot or some couples text a lot. Me and Hendrix, because we've seen each other, we live together and we like seeing each other off and on at work that we didn't really communicate unless it was like stuff like you need something. You want me to bring something home? What are we eating for dinner? What should I grab from the store? Like that was mostly our communication because we've seen each other at work and we've seen each other at home. So we didn't, we wasn't a couple that had to text and talk all day because we saw each other enough. So I feel like it happens in different capacities. Like some people talk all day. We didn't have to talk all day because we got the luxury of seeing each other or being able to communicate in some capacity. And kind of like what I was referencing earlier, like we actually not, we didn't actually really didn't have a really bad cohabitating setup at all. Like, because we managed to still be individuals in our relationship because like he played the game or he watched wrestling and it was like, it would be times where I would be in the room watching TV for hours, watching Netflix or whatever, like (laughs) on the days that we had off, which wasn't a lot. And he would be, um, at work, you know, whatever. And literally it would just be like, Oh, you know, he, I mean, he would be at work or he would be in living room playing a game. And it was like, we would take like, you know, after, three or four hours, he would get up and come and land in bed for me for five minutes or I would get up and sit out there with him for five minutes and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm about to go back and watch my show. I'm like, oh, I'm about to go back on the game. Like, but it was like healthy because we wasn't just sitting up under each other all day. It was just like, okay, this is, I'm going to, I want to watch this. I'm going to go in there and watch this. I'm about to play the game and play the game or I'm going to watch wrestling. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, so we had that level of separation. Like it would be times where we didn't really sit into, sit with each other until we decided to come out and eat dinner. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like stuff like that. So I was like, it's not like, it's this overbearing, overwhelming amount of attention and stuff together. Right. And I think that's why it has such a negative connotation. Like, damn, bitch, I'm tired of you. Because I don't feel like it was ever like that because it was like, all right, I'm going to room. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Yeah, and I think what I was saying is like subconsciously, like you don't have those feelings of, hey, I haven't seen this person in a while. And we did. That's why I was like, okay, I'm going to go in the living room and see what you're doing. <laughs> this is like... Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> so, do you have any nightmare stories? I know we're talking about me, so uh, what, what's the nightmare? What, what did I do? What, what did I do? Um, <laughs> I got some night. Not necessarily from you, but like I, like you said, I have more experience with cohabitating. Yes, you do have more experience so with cohabitating than me. a nightmare story that's very, very... I don't really have too many nightmare stories. I guess the only thing I would say is like having a good understanding of how y'all want to do the bills is important. And, um, that's very important, obviously. And then cleaning, like, I mean, it's minor stuff. Like, I don't think it's never nightmare stories. I think Noah has had me fall in the toilet about 15 times (laughs) from not putting the toilet seat down. But outside of stuff like that, like it was literally like, it could have been on some shit on a cartoon where it was just like going to get him in the morning. No, like, oh my God. Like, why didn't you, like, I'm in the toilet. Like, again, like, why didn't fuck you put the toilet seat down? Like, why didn't you check? That Yeah, nigga. Like, so it was really stuff like, like, I feel like I remember that, like, it was almost something off TV, literally me yelling damn near, like, every morning, every couple weeks, like, 
no, I'm in the toilet. Like, why didn't you put the, like, you know, when you wake up, you go first at first pee. You're not really looking like I barely can see. I'm like yawning, like, go pull, pull your pants down, go sit on the toilet. Oh my God, you falling in. You're not really fucking thinking about it. So it was just like, oh my God, no, really? Like, it was just stuff like that, but it wasn't anything like, extremely traumatic. Like I said, talk about bills, talk about how y'all want to take care of responsibilities like that. Make sure you have a clear, concise understanding of things like that. And like cleaning, like it's certain things where it was just like, he got a lot better with it, but like I'm super like neat. Like I'm not gonna let dishes sit in the sink. I'm not gonna let this. And like so, it was like okay. Once it was certain things where it's like okay, nigga, you gotta do this how I would do it, or you know certain things like that. <laughs> like no, when you finish cooking, you need to wash the dishes. Like don't go, don't cook and then go sit on the game. Like no, wash the dishes. Like I don't like just sit in the sink. Like stuff like that. But I feel like that's normal stuff that you work through and you know they get better or whatever. Like that. Like I don't think it's any like deal breaker, traumatic ass shit, but that kind of shit of like falling in the toilet and like trying to get this nigga to wash dishes. Yeah, I definitely think it needs to be um, talked about and planned out beforehand. Um, and one thing I will say is if you can cohabitate in a neutral area, do that. Oh, yeah. That's good too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of things have, you know, if somebody moves into my place, I have my setup, so now I have to change my setup for you, and that can be problematic, like, you know. Yeah, that people, is the one thing I do regret, is, like, not like, having drawers and shit. <laughs> people like putting, you know, certain things in certain places, and that's not where I put things. Um, Speaking of my nightmare story to wrap this up, so, on the topic of bills, um, I had a situation where I was cohabitating, and, you know, it was... You know how you get those, like, early week bills? Like, you know, well, not even early, like, midweek bills. Like, you get a bill on Wednesday. Something's due on Wednesday. So, you go through all your Friday, you know, all the shit you got to pay all during the weekend and shit. And you know something's coming up. So, this particular month, we had two things come up at the same time. Those two things were our electric bill and our cable bill. Now, oh, jeez, this is about to make me mad all But, um, so... You know, I'm like, all right, the, the the electric bill and cable bill is coming up. So here goes the money to the electric bill. Okay. So I gave my uh, partner at the time the money for the electric bill. But my partner at the time was also uh, laid off of work. So, you know, they were watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to my surprise, I, I think it was like the next day I got a call that the power was off in the apartment. I'm like, wait, why the fuck would the power be off in the apartment? Like, I didn't we, know they turned the power off that fast. So like, I definitely gave you the money to pay the energy bill. Like, oh, well, I paid the cable bill because the cable was due. And they cut the cable off last night, so I paid the cable bill. It's like, well, you can't watch television without fucking electricity like what the fuck so that's that's my nightmare story and that's why you need to have a plan have all your shit mapped out have both of y'all incomes you know structured to where you know what's due on this date and that date you know how y'all gonna do yeah just just be planned out if you plan it out it shouldn't be too bad it is a good thing to do especially if you're trying to do have a, a long-standing relationship if this is somebody that you see yourself with for a long time try it out test it out see how it works um but more importantly if you feel like and this is something that is not often talked about but a lot of times you do need your own space so you might have to go above and beyond what you wouldn't normally do so 
you might have like you know a one bedroom apartment because it's just us two. We don't have no kids. You know what I'm saying? We we gonna sleep in the same bed, so we can get a one bedroom apartment. Might you might want to strive for two because you know arguments are inevitable, disputes are inevitable. You shouldn't go to bed mad. That's tr- that is true. You're welcome. I don't have anything to throw at you, but that is true. Um, but also, you do need your own space in your own house, and it does get a little irritating to go back and forth between one room. So you might want to invest in a second bedroom where you can have, you know, space. That's my only uh, only advice. You know, it is a good thing. I've done it a couple times. I'm kind of leery to doing it again, just because I know that I like to do shit a certain way, and I don't want to put that kind of pressure on somebody again so yeah i mean it is it is good um yeah all i can do is ask for you guys to give us some of your nightmare stories give us some of your opinions on whether or not you feel like what you think you know if you think it's necessary if you think it's something that you want to avoid or something that you think you should do maybe before um before you decide to get married or whatever i just can't imagine like i think i feel like that's always the goal to a certain extent it's cohabitation um I that's what that i said that's why i'm weary goal. yeah it is really <laughs> It's, like, it's, it's not, not marriage. marriage it's, it's like this. I think that's why it's weird. I'm weary of niggas that's like, oh my God, I don't want to see you or I don't want to <laughs> talk to you or I don't like, it's kind of like, okay, nigga, well, if you don't want to see me or talk to me like consistently, then how the fuck are we even going to move forward to, you know? Like, see, I've, I've kind of transitioned to, I don't want to necessarily text or talk to you back and forth i actually want to see you because conversations are different like if i'm texting you i can be doing a multitude of other things i mean but it's also times where you can see that person so it's like if i can't see you then i want to at least talk to you i prefer now i like i am one of those weird people this generation that prefer you to call me than text me um because way too much mainly tone of voice is lost over text so (laughs) i prefer to talk on the phone so if I can't see you face to face, call me. Um, I don't want text. I have got many a phone call based off a of text from Casey. Where oh, I'm about to play with you. <laughs> I was being completely like, oh, so you, you, we got problems. Like we got beef, nigga. What's up? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I ain't like how you text me. Like it was a text, nigga. Like I didn't even use emojis. I just said five words. And bro. it sounds stank, nigga. <laughs> like I don't, uh, yeah. So I don't personally like to uh, text, like unless it's really quick or because I have to. And I don't really necessarily ever have to text. Um, I can always talk. It's not really any time except when I'm sleeping. Or when my phone going to do not disturb, which it probably is now. Yeah. Uh, no, 15 more minutes. We got 15 more minutes to reach me, niggas. Um, yeah, so I don't really uh prefer texting. I like to talk on the phone. If I cannot see you in person, obviously that would be the first. And see, but people also don't want to see you every day either, which, like I said, red flag. I don't mind seeing my significant other or, you know, whatever consistently. At le- I would say what? At least, what, what would you say is normal before you are cohabitating, like, Three or four times. What seeing somebody? Yeah, because that's what that's half the. Yeah, three I mean, or four if, times. if it's doable, yeah. That's not really a lot. Cause I mean, we're on four days. That's like seeing you what every other day or, yeah. especially three days a week. That's like every other. Yeah. So um, yeah, I would be weary if somebody don't want to see me every other day. Like nigga, fuck you doing? What what are you doing? I want to see you in the space that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you remember. <laughs> Nothing, man. Like, you know, niggas need their vices, uh, you know, on the visit sometimes. That's all I'm going to say. Coochie. 
No, nigga. <laughs> no. Just look, ladies, invest in the gaming system. It'll make all the difference in the world. Keep a whole lot of niggas like that. <laughs> you have one right next to you. It's a weed. <laughs> niggas only play Xbox or fucking PlayStation 4. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, now, ladies, that's when you know you're not getting rid of a nigga. Yeah, if he bring the once game he start, over, once he rap. like once he start coming over with the game in his boot bag, just know that he's staying the whole weekend. <laughs> like he's not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> no, once you you can't disconnect, bro. Like I gotta pack all this shit back up and take it to the yeah. No, I'm here for you now. Like, <laughs> so like I said, <laughs> shut the. F- <laughs> like I said, um, you know, let us know. Um, yeah, let us know what you think or whatever. Um, in the comments or you can email us at ask two am podcast at gmail dot com. The number two comment on this um. Nice little topic. Let us know what you think about cohabitation and all of that good stuff. Now, I had something that I wanted to add this week because me, Casey, I know it's ridiculous. I always get accused of man bashing and I wanted to clear the air. Is it ridiculous or? It's ridiculous. Motherfucker. Is it just the way you come No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. No, I'll agree that this you... Is, this is the thing, though. Wait, wait. I no, agree that I you don't man bash. Thank you. Thank you. I don't man bash. you come across can sometimes be seen as demeaning. Very demeaning. Oh, too bad. Now, listen. I don't man bash. And just like anybody else would say, only hit dogs holler. So, if you feel attacked by anything that I said... This is actually supposed to sound like an apology, but whatever. It's not... Coming off like that so far. Um, if you all feel attacked by anything that I say, just know that it's you and it's not me. Um, <laughs> you are probably a trash bag, and I'm sorry about that because I'm not trying to attack anybody. I'm simply just pointing out some of people's real life experiences. And, and honestly, no, really not all jokes aside. Um, it really does bother me when people try to dismiss the things that I say, not even the things that I say, but the experiences of women, because obviously like someone, your peers are doing these things. Like women aren't pulling all of these situations out of their ass. Um, these are things that's actually happening to them. And so I wish, I know it's not gonna happen, (laughs) but I wish at one point that we could get to, um, at one, yeah, when we get to the point of like, um, kind of accepting the rea- like pe- other people's experiences like okay this may or may not it, no may this may or may not have to be something that I do but it has happened to you and you just acknowledge other people's issues and their pain and just not try to dismiss it or we can get to a point where men actually like instead of being defensive you actually check the behavior of your peers which is even less likely to happen <laughs> BJ get her on our episode ASAP um, I know you're not doing the women this uh to start off the year, but uh, think you two will have a great conversation. Um, okay, I have this excerpts book that I'm reading. Okay. Dear good man, you know how in school the bad kids got put in smaller classes so they could get individual attention, and the good kids kind of felt like maybe they should be bad to get recognized. That must be how you feel when we focus so much on the bad man out there. Good men get left out of the conversation completely. And you start to feel like maybe if you started being like those men, you would get noticed. I'm here to tell you that you are noticed and appreciated. Even if it doesn't seem like it, I spent a lot of years talking about what I don't want. I'm going to spend the rest of my life building what I do want. Dear good man, thank you. And don't ever change. And I have one more thing. 
Okay. Another old to good man. This is my good man appreciate my good black man appreciation segment. Yes, I appreciate all men, but to my brothers, yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Even though I be thinking about the swirl sometimes because y'all be so frustrating me. I still love you guys and I just hope that you get it right. Like I do want to just like want to add that I'm not like when I say these things, I talk about experiences of mine or experience of other people or other women. I am not saying that all men are bad. I'm not one of people that's like, Oh, all these niggas ain't shit. Da-da-da-da-da. But it is. It, it, some of these niggas are like some of these niggas are out here trash. And I wish people can just acknowledge that. Like I can understand if y'all are frustrated women are like, Oh, y'all niggas is trash. If you frustrated with women being like, all oh, you niggas suck ass. Cool. That's great. But what I don't like is devaluate, devaluing someone's experiences like that happened to them. You cannot say it did not. You cannot act as if they don't have the right to feel some kind of way. All of these things like that. So I just want to say acknowledge that other people's trauma and not dismiss it. And uh, and if we can, if we get to the point of holding our peers accountable or at least acknowledging that, yes, yeah, some men are trash, we'll be better off. Right? Okay. Absolutely. Um, last point. <clears throat> And this is what I really stand behind because I know that it's some of y'all out there. I don't know where, but y'all out there somewhere, probably not Detroit, whatever. <laughs> y'all somewhere far, 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 Narnia, I don't know. But to the men who choose one woman when his options are 100. To the men who tell the truth when it's easy to lie. To the men who heal us instead of hurting us. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking thank you. I appreciate all of you people, all of you men that had the opportunity to be trash, that had the opportunity to lie, mislead, value, debase, well, all, all these things. And you chose to be faithful, loyal, honest, true, all of these things. Like, God bless you. And I'm, we're so grateful for you. And I wish that it was more of you. And I wish that it was more Russell Wilson's out here in the future's book. There we go. It's, it's not. It's not. At least I'm middle. Uh, whatever. This is Casey's <laughs> anti-man bashing segment. How did I do, Hendrix? I'm um, still need a little work, but but um, I'm I'm encouraging all the good men. It's a solid effort. Shout out to all the good men. I see you. Not really, but I I know see, that you exist. See, see. I haven't seen any. See. Actually, no. I have met some good guys. Oh, I'm trying to think who they are. I've met some good men. Hendrix is a good guy when he's not in his trash bag. He's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I know a few other men that's like good men, right? Um, but I know a lot. <laughs> but I know some men is good. So shout out to all you good men. The one that, like I said, focus on one woman at a time, and you just want to love her and like tend to her and care for her and like protect and like provide. I know that's a trigger word for some of you. Um, thank you. Salute. My hat's off to you. I got a hat on my hood off. Like, period. <laughs> I hope you, you got a brother. Um. Oh, <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Hendrix, is there, is there anything got in here, kid? Uh, Damn. Um, I would say weather, but that would that be redundant. <laughs> but it has literally snowed every day every this week. Day. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. And I'm looking out the window to about... An inch and a half of snow on my car currently. And I don't like it because I gotta clean this shit off before I go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is not a car, it's a truck, nigga. It's a different short. Damn, she pregnant. Uh, yeah, nothing's grinding my gears. Um, just trying to work through some internal shit and trying to be a better person, better man, you know, best man I can be. I can be. I can be. 
What's the guy to hear gears besides you. the perception of uh, man bashing from some yeah, of our I'm peers? Yeah, I'm tired of people saying I man bash because I know I don't. Saying, mm. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, it's nothing really grinding my gears. I hate all of y'all equally. Um, no, I'm just joking. It's nothing really bothering me, honestly. Um, I feel like it was something, but I can't remember where I put it in my phone. Uh, therefore, it does not matter. Um, one thing I will <clears throat> say is I appreciate all of you guys. Um, we've been doing very well lately as far as our listenership and I appreciate you guys. Um, even through the technical difficulties of last week, um, I don't know what happened. Hopefully what this week is a little bit better than you guys. Um You and yours. But yeah. Thank you, you guys for continually supporting continue. us because it is we some weeks it's not easy. Yeah. We've been doing this for a while and it gets you know, without you guys' encouragement it gets kinda like redundant so Damn, please continue to encourage us please continue to tell us you know give us I our flowers positive you sound like give us our flowers while we're still here mm, because monotone trash you know one day we're just gonna say yeah no no more two awkward millennials so i'm always gonna be awkward yeah we'll be awkward but we won't be awkward on your even though people phones. don't think that nobody thinks we're awkward. no i am they don't think that you awkward <laughs> yeah so, uh, thank you guys once again. Oh, thanks, guys. Shout out to all the good men, period. Um, Be good in my DM, <laughs> period. Okay, that's... Never mind. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> that's That can be something else. Um, Not now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't afford it. If you want to slide in to Casey's DMs. If you want to slide into Hendrix DMs for a small fee that you pay to me, you can do so at Noli Hendrix on all social media platforms. That's N O. E L L Hendrix <laughs> H-E-N-D-R-I-X. And if you want to reach me, Casey, in the place to be, you can find me at K underscore in real life. That's K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. That is on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at K C Kyle on Facebook. And if you want to find the show, my niggas, you can find me at Two Awkward Millennials. That is on Instagram and the Two AM Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. Yes, yes, yes. And if you want to email us again, last fucking time, that email is as two AM Podcast at gmail.com. The number two, you can get in touch with us, and we can reach out to you. Also, we do have still t-shirts. Merch. Available. And I see y'all hoes keep buying Hendrix's shirts. Whoa. But I got some too. So big dick niggas. If you want to walk around like Pooh Bear, get you a nice shirt with my name on it, period, or whatever, and send me your pics. Pooh Bear pics only, if you know what that means. Wait, what? Wink. Oh, Wink. that's nasty. <laughs> no, no flaccid. All right. All right. I'm about to go. Disgusting. Uh-huh. As always, and the, we just can see you naked pictures with they pussy out in your t shirts. Why they can't send me Pooh Bear shirts? As always, that promo I mean, code is Millennial. D's? Millennial. Nuts. No S. Millennial for uh, 20% off. 2 a.m. podcast for free shipping. Um, yeah, our links are in our bios. Hit the link tree up. Yeah, period. Appreciate it. Appreciate all of the people who have bought t shirts. Oh yeah! Shout out to y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually uh, actually sent a t-shirt, oh, a hoodie out um, this past week. Somebody wants to use our merch as promo, so I sent one out. 
Thank yeah, you. shout out to all of y'all motherfuckers. Um, Hendrix, do you have any last words for the good people? Yes, and as always, remember millennials, we are doomed to coexist. Yeah. All right, guys, we will catch you next week. Oh, shit, I forgot that I'm doing. Peace. <laughs> Peace.